it's that time of year again for the launch of all of the new smartphones and Samsung has a history of launching pretty impressive phones. This year, instead of just the two models, the S10 and the S10 Plus, there's the S10e. Stuff sat down with Justin Hume from Samsung to discuss all of these new models and the significant increases in technology that is crammed into these tiny little bodies uh, amongst other things. So, I mean, first off, Justin, these are pretty impressive looking devices with pretty impressive colors. Toby, hi. It's, um, yeah, I think that's something that Galaxy has become synonymous with is that design is at the heart of what we do. So, as you mentioned, we, we come into market with not only three sizes of phones, but also in three different colors, effectively. So, you know, we, we spoke last year, uh, if, if uh, you can call back to that, yes. and, uh, your, your listeners here, is that we introduced Lavender, a, a purple color S9 that we thought, um, you know, hey, what are the design guys thinking about here? This is a bit unique for a mobile phone. And it went on to be the number one bestseller. Uh, this year we're coming out with a prism white, uh, prism green and uh, prism black. And then actually on our Galaxy S10e, we're also introducing in some limited quantity the canary yellow, which is really uh, proving to be a, quite a hit with uh, the younger audience uh, of, of Samsung mobile phones. So, what's uh, you, you would have heard me say there? It's prism green. It's prism white. So the phone it doesn't just have a flat color. It's actually got the shimmer. It takes on a little bit of the ambience of the environment that you're in. And so you know, you can. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the at the yeah. the prism green at the moment, and and the way you tilt it, there's a different light perspective. The white looks a bit blue in one way, a little bit purple the other way. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, the fact that we're talking about the colors of the phones just reminds us that smartphones are such a part of people's identity and 100%. the way we present ourselves. So, so the, the color accents are, have become as an important a feature as the technology themselves, hasn't they? 100% true. And I think it now, you know, customers are walking to the stores when they purchase this quite aware of the, the color and the design scheme that they're going for. You know, on top of that, um, we're bringing to market an absolute wealth of and vast array of accessories that will complement these products without detracting from uh, the beauty of the design. The other thing that we have is, you know, Samsung has built up our um, legacy around the infinity display. Yes. So that's edge-to-edge -edge screen, which uh, really nobody else can can do in the market. And you were uh, first to we market have, with this originally. 100%. So now we've got two options. We've got it where you have the curved edge uh, to the screen as well as with the flat edge for infinity uh, display. And uh, again, you want that piece of real estate that you can watch the movies on, that you can get the content across on, um, and Galaxy S10 delivers all of that. And the phone itself is actually in a small body. I mean, that's the fantastic thing. I mean, these are bigger screens than ever before, but the, the size of the device itself is is comparatively, I mean, I, I say this minute, but it is much smaller than in the past. Correct. And, you know, the way we're able to do that is we've been able to take the, the body, the, the bezel that typically used to go around the screen and basically remove that. On top of that, the cameras and the sensors are now behind the screen. Uh, and in the case of the uh, Galaxy S10 range, we've punched through 
through the screen to have have the camera. So no longer do you have the black bar at the top, or as some of our competitors have this notch um, that that they requiring. This is actually a camera through the the physical screen itself. Well, let's talk about that because of course that's probably the standout feature after the screen itself. There's this little punch hole in the corner. I, I'm I have to say visually it looks way better than a notch. Thank you. Uh, and also it gives you you don't have a, a kind of conjoined kind of conflated edge of the screen you have the full screen to use i mean it's a it's a clever technological solution to it's seamless right seamless i mean yeah. you do need a screen a, a camera on the front of the screen and and it's a clever way of of, of doing it yeah, I think uh, that's the front part of the screen. And if we look at our S10 Plus, uh, the dual camera, that again allows to take uh, you know, you know, the good old selfies with the um, uh, depth uh, variation. So what we call um, live um, uh, live display. And uh, you know, I can create those beautiful background blurs and the bokeh effects. Bokeh. You know, so we can look uh, prim and prop in there. But the standout feature of the of the cameras is, is on the rear. We've got um, four cameras on the rear, but it's the third camera that's really something different. So that's an ultra-wide angle lens. Now, you know, I, I don't know... Um, when you've experienced this, and I want to try and conjure up an image here for those of you who might have visited Nelson Mandela Square. Yes. Um, you, know, you stand in the square trying to get a picture of, of Madiba and you've maybe got your, your kid in front or something to that effect. And what you have to do is you can't get the, the statue in with your, your child and that into frame. So what you start doing is you tend to walk backwards and backwards until you've got uh, yes. the image and then you lose all the, well then you get all this foreground yes. and then your kids become minute at the, at the bottom, right? Yes. Of the image. Now, that's because of the field of view that your, your camera lens typically has. Now on this ultra wide uh, angle lens, get 123 degrees so the human eye is looking at 120 degrees this is 123 so in fact anything that your eye can see basically the camera can take a picture of uh, at that point in time and um, it doesn't just stop with the lens behind the lens Samsung's introduced a neural processing unit now uh, it's a fancy way of saying that there's AI in the camera so not only is the lens and the camera itself giving you absolute perfection of image with the neural processing engine, the camera, literally, as you're thinking about the shot, the cameras are really adapting to create perfect light conditions, apply the perfect colors, and it can even give you a composition guide to say, hang on a second, you know, listen, you, we, uh, the camera recommends you move a little bit this way, move a little bit that way to get um, that almost um, professional grade image. Yes, and, and of course it, sh- it should be. I mean, professional cameras, you get that with DSLRs, they help you along the way. Most, most people's primary camera is their smartphone. Correct. Uh, and so why wouldn't you want it to be absolutely perfect, uh, perfected? Indeed. I mean, I started my career as a, as a photographer. I often say to photographers, if we had the kind of autofocus then that we've got now, why would anyone learnt all of the f-stops and things we needed? Because, frankly, a computer can do this faster than the human can. Except, you know if you have years of training as a photographer, which most people never will have. Which we don't have, but this allows you to go in there. Um, you know, we, we live in a world where we want to be on Instagram. We want to post uh, our videos, our, our photographs and the like um, immediately. And, and this camera is right at the top of its field. But if I take it then a further step, you know, these days we're also moving further from being purely just you know, a static image, which going now to live video. How do I share this live video, short sequence videos and the like? But one of the key problems that you have is that you get a lot of uh, blur in movement and, and momentum. And um, 
you know, particularly if you try and get those action shots, you, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, riding your bike on a cobbled street or uh, skydiving and, and the like. Uh, so now we, we've got on board um, image stabilization technology, you know, the likes of which you would have spoken about when you used to have the handheld um, uh, VHS uh, camcorders yes. and video cams and that. Uh, so with, without doubt, the, the technology has really taken on uh, in, in leaps and bounds. So uh, I, th- I think one of the key things that a, a customer looking at this device would be absolutely astounded by is the camera quality all around. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to say, I mean, I've looked at some of the test photographs and they are quite extraordinary. And of course, the interesting departure from previous models is that the cameras are arranged horizontally when you hold the smartphone vertical. Because, of course, that's the new way that we consume media. We don't look at the phone horizontally when we take pictures anymore. Instagram is a vertical picture. All of the social media we use is vertical. And that's quite clever, I think, because it, it fits the changing way that people take photographs, which is to hold the phone vertical, not horizontal. Correct. And, um, you know, it gets the cameras out of the way of fingers and, um, you know, it, it optimizes the, the placement of the camera. But you actually mentioned something quite interesting, which is we're going to this uh, portrait view of the world where we have these images, as you say, from Instagram and, and the like. And, uh, you know, one of the things that many people have commented to me on in the past is about, well, I find these larger phones, particularly when we look at something like the uh, a six and a 6.4 inch screen size phone, you know, a large, uh, a large handset. That's the S. 10 plus that's the s10 plus but i mean any one of these phones so that's a 5.8 inch screen at the s10e all the way up to the 6.4 inch screen now they don't feel big devices but people ask well how do i navigate around my is my hand big enough to get there samsung's introduced one ui so it's a it's a new evolution of our of our software layer that uh, is as i'm across Android and what it means it's designed in such a way that all the controls of the device come within range of finger effectively leaving media and the visual consumption of that media to sit in the upper part of the screen I mean um, I think that's it to have that I think that's the that's the right natural evolution of it because of course as the screen gets bigger you don't want to be dragging your thumb all over and you want it in one place I mean I've fiddled with it a little yeah. bit it, it seems very intuitive doesn't it's it? it's incredibly intuitive and um, I think it's a uh, and it's you know it's technology that is again enabling the customer to have a far greater experience with uh, with the handset so yeah, it's, it's small little things like that that make monumental differences in our everyday lives I mean think about it you pick up this handset how many hundreds of times a day and it needs to be something that feels great looks great and operates uh, in a in a great manner. Indeed it does. And I mean, the other, while we're talking about fingerprints, is the fact that there's no longer a fingerprint sensor. It's built in to the screen, this this new ultrasonic in-display fingerprint sensor. I mean, that's, you know, it's, we we take things like this for granted, but actually that's some serious technological evolution there. We do. And uh, I think, you know, somebody might immediately go, oh, but hang on a second. Fingerprints uh, in-display, is that, I've heard about that before. Well, well, you have, but you haven't heard about ultrasonic in-display. And now the difference is if we look at some of the other competitors perhaps that are on, uh, on the market at the moment, that's effectively an optical image. So it's taking a picture of your thumbprint, kind of like what happens when you go to customs or to home affairs and you scan your thumbprint for, uh, you know, for your passport. But 
with optical, um, or sorry, at least with ultrasonic fingerprint scanning, we're actually looking at the ridges in your fingerprints. We're looking at identifying, let's call it the human quality of that of that fingerprint. So not just simply a photographic image. Now, where this comes into play, firstly, I mean, think about it these days, banking, right? Yes. Um, how many on your uh, private apps are not fingerprint authenticated these days? Uh, many of them are, right? Yes. And um, so you want to make sure it's you opening that app. So that's the first part. But the second part is, and we've got this, is that in our you know warm environments that we have here, and that we can get a little bit, uh, fingers could be a bit sweaty, uh, we can have a bit of moisture on the phone and everything like that. And when you have some of the traditional optical uh, fingerprint readers, in those situations, or if there's smudging on the screen, you can't unlock the phone. So now with the S10 and its uh, ultrasonic fingerprint, uh, literally I can be underwater and it will still pick up that it's my fingerprint and unlock the device, uh, which is great because have, it is. Have you, have you verified this underwater We yet? have actually verified it, yes. <laughs> we took a, we had a bit of fun uh, playing around with the device and um, I think it speaks to the other thing, which means that the device itself is uh, IP68 rated, which means dust and water resistance. So those fantastic picks can now continue underwater just like your aqua. Man. Yes, Craig Wilson will be jumping in a pool again to test this technology again. Is he going to take the Trident and the swimsuit with him? Uh, probably. Okay. Uh, so, so I mean, this is this is a range of, of new innovations. I mean, the, the, it's quite unusual for Samsung to bring out an E model, which is a is a, a light quote unquote model. In your, you, you don't generally do that with your flagship model. What's the thinking this time? Well, we kind of go the E is uh, for exciting, but uh, it's got a slightly more sportier feel to it and and whatever. But it is a yes, as you could say, it has a slightly lighter version of the of the S10, um, and there's a couple of thoughts uh, around that product. One, the the, the Infinity display on a flat surface, uh, it's a slightly smaller device in terms of being 5.8 inch screen size, but uh, so it's more compact, um, more suitable to certain types of of audiences and segments in the market. So we really wanted to offer something across uh, the S range for everybody in that regard, and obviously that comes at uh, a beneficial price, effectively. So um, we wanted to make sure that uh, again there was a Galaxy S10 that really suited a, a vast number of, of South African consumers. So let's talk about something else that Samsung did first, which is wireless charging. Because uh, this time round, you'll be able to charge your wireless Galaxy Pods using using the phone itself. I mean, I'm, that's just fantastic. So um, wireless power sharing, right, is um, is superb. It's so basically what that means for for those who aren't familiar is that uh, I've, the phone. Firstly, the phone can be charged wirelessly, which is something that Samsung's done for for quite some time. But what's even better this time is that historically charging with a cable has been more power efficient, quicker than with yes. a wireless charger. Now with the S10, it's a wireless charger, it charges as quickly and with the same power as the S9 did with a cable. Great. So um, you're talking about ultra fast um, wireless charging. Now, once my phone's charged and I've got a, a wearable device, so whether it be my Galaxy Watch, whether it be my Galaxy Buds for my in-ear, and they're running a bit low on power, I simply tap them to the back of my Galaxy S10 and I'm able to transfer charge from the S10 across to my wearable device. And uh, we, we don't want to leave customers in the lurch. So um, what we've made sure is that anybody who operates on the uh, the Qi wireless uh 
protocol. Uh, so that be some of your Apple products, other Android products, and that can charge off the back of the S10 Great. as well. I mean, it's got a pretty big battery built into it, hasn't it? 100%. So the battery is, you know, typically we've, we've spoken about a bigger battery means better battery life, right? I mean, that's the kind of thinking in, in the market. And you know, that, that remains true. So with this product here on the S10 Plus, it's a 4,100 milliamp hour battery, uh, so it's sizable, and then it varies on the S10 and S10e. But this is a point of departure. So we we looked at the product and we said, well, it's not just about the battery capacity. In fact, how do we make this phone more efficient so that I get a full day out of this out of this product? In fact, how do I get longer than a full day? And so. I spoke a little bit earlier on about a neural processing unit and artificial intelligence on board the device. Through machine-to-machine learning, the S10 actually starts to learn your habits when you're utilizing applications, how you're utilizing different applications. It then can start to say, okay, well, hey, listen, you're waking up and you're going for a jog every morning and using S Health. So let me get that ready. Let me add power to to that. Uh, in that regard. So what it means is that I haven't just got capacity working on my side, I've actually got AI working on my side to make sure that I'm only using the relevant battery at the time that I need it most. It was very useful. 100%. So again, it's, you know, how do we talk about having an all-day battery on a phone that's this powerful? Look, there, there are a lot of people who are going to be just as excited about that as the fact that you have Steam on the phone. When we launched the Galaxy Note 9 uh, back in uh, in the latter part of, of 2018, uh, we, we announced a partnership with Epic Games around Fortnite, which um, has just been explosive right i mean that's Phen- i mean it's a phenomenal success story in general absolutely huge and you, you know i think samsung products have become quite synonymous with mobile gaming in this regard it's not only by virtue of the fact that the processors are far more uh, capable at the moment obviously we've got the strong onboard ram so this on the s10 plus you know it's six uh, gigs of ram uh, put on the product on a 512 gigabyte memory variant it goes up to eight gigs of ram uh, in, in that regard so uh, it's absolute power from that perspective. Plus, we've got our unique carbon cooling uh, water filtration system. So the phone's optimized for mobile gaming. That's a very good thing. Yeah, 100%. So particularly optimized with uh, the Unity engine, uh, which you know accounts for over 50% of the mobile gaming market. Sure. And, I mean, the other thing we I think is impressive is your, is your uh, cinematic sound. I mean, you get a real sense of decent sound that seems to be a bit surround sound. It is. So it's actually got to do with uh, Dolby Atmos uh, sound. And for, for many people that don't know that, uh, Samsung works incredibly closely with another sister company of ours, the Harman Group, and they manufacture the AKG uh, speakers and sound systems. So the audio quality that you're getting here is literally the quality that is going into cinemas, into cars, and um, a number of other top-end uh, appliances. So um, all around, that uh, when you listen to YouTube, when you're watching a movie on your phone, you're going to get a true cinematic experience. I thought that was a very good strategic decision by Samsung to buy Harman because the uh, AKG headphones for a long time were our, our favorite headphones in Stuff magazine. They are they're really good quality, and Harman, of course, has always made good quality sound equipment. They're absolute top of the range. So, um, you know, particularly in the box, comes with AKG headsets uh, valued at over 1,500 Rand alone, just yes. uh, in the box. And then, particularly, if I may shout out in terms of our um, pre-order, uh, on the Galaxy S10, all customers who pre-order 
the, the product will receive with that pre-order uh, the brand new Galaxy Buds. So those are the uh, in-ear headsets, um, you know, standalone, wireless, uh, and Bluetooth enabled, and uh, you know, they just take uh, take audio to to the next level. I mean, that is just such a key part, right? Because we live in an age as we're demonstrating right now of the golden age of podcasting. Listening to audio has become as important as taking pictures. 100%. And so your phone's got to be all-round capable in that regard. And uh, I think this is truly what the the S10 delivers. So one of the other things that you've crammed into the phone is Bixby Smart Assistant. And and unlike many other uh, voice assistants, it speaks Isizulu and Isikosa. So we're going to speak to Kahisa Kaole about this uh, useful functionality. I mean, it's got quite a, uh, quite a good uptake in the market, hasn't it? Yes, it's been phenomenal. I think South Africans have received it well, and we've been working really hard to make sure that it's adapted to the local markets. As you mentioned, you know, it translates into Istosa, Isizulu, but also Afrikaans and Sesotho. Okay, great. Those languages, those are pretty much the core of uh, our official languages in South Africa. And more importantly, is that um, before it was in English, US English, and now we've introduced UK English, which okay. allows a lot more of the South African dialects to be picked up by the AI assistant. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So, Justin, there's a, there, there are two more questions I have for you. One is, I mean, a terabyte of storage on a smartphone. I, I truly never thought we'd see the day. I mean, I, I go back to the days where you had no storage on a phone, enough for a few SMSs. I mean, it is 15, 20 years ago, but that's, that's quite phenomenal. Memory is expanding at uh, at an exponential rate. Uh, it's, it's frightening. So the base model of the S10 is a 128 gigabytes of memory on board, which typically you would think is is huge. Then we have a, a 512 gigabyte uh, memory variant and then a one terabyte memory variant. Plus all of these models come with the um, external memory card slot. So you can put another 512 gigabytes of memory to uh, ramp it up. So think about it this way, you could go to one and a half terabytes of, uh, of data on your handset. <laughs> and fortunately, we protect it with Knox, which is uh, still yes. top of the line security system. It's always, it's, it is one of my favorite features because I'm a little paranoid about security. So that's, that's very reassuring for me. So it, uh, it works perfectly. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's uh, endorsed by all those agencies that come with a, a three-letter little uh, acronym. acronym to it there, you know, all the security agencies and that. So uh, it really ensures that you've got a peace of mind from, from that, uh, you know, the, the confidentiality of your, of your information. So one final question. I mean, it's a technological thing no one thought was possible, but foldable screens are here and it, and it has a huge possibilities for how we use devices. Oh, it's exciting. I mean, Samsung is introducing with, uh, or in conjunction with our Galaxy S10 range, uh, the new Galaxy Fold. And that's, uh, as you quite rightly put, it is screen technology that is foldable, bendable, effectively. So we're not talking about screens that have to have hinges in them and everything like that. This is actually a screen that I can bend into in half um, without any consequence, any damage being caused to the screen, uh, without any loss of resolution or anything to that effect. So the, the Galaxy Fold, that uh, is coming to market a little bit later this year is an uh, engineering masterpiece and uh, we, we're particularly proud of, of that uh, that type of technology. You know, we've had it around for a, for a while in, in terms of, you know, it's been on the drawing boards, it's been uh, discussed and theorized around and now finally we have a product here that is ushering in this age of uh, foldable tech. 
Well, there you have it. Uh, the S10, S10 Plus and S10e are the three fantastic new flagship phones being launched by Samsung, as well as this upcoming foldable technology. Justin Hume, you are the head of Samsung's mobile business. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks very much.